0: Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Lemington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you Leanne. Good morning everyone. Um, great to see you, great opportunity for me to share and what God's placed on my heart um, today. Um, so I guess... Without further ado, do we have any ladies in the house today? I hear you. Do we have any ladies in the house today? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so happy Mother's Day. Happy Women's Day. It's a, it's, a, it's a great opportunity, really, just to celebrate and you know just really speak and minister to some women this morning. So, so men, please feel free to take your seats, relax, listen in. It also applies to applies to you. Um, and I guess before I kick off, I'm, and, and start on what God has placed on my heart to share today. Um, a few weeks ago, some of you might have seen Justin on the, on the news and within, within social media, it kind of went viral, uh, a particular clip. And now this was clip was of an individual who was doing a live interview for the BBC and his kids came into the room. Am I getting a few nods and smiles? Do people recognise? For those that haven't seen it, I think we have a clip of it here. So, Kate, do you mind pulling it on?
1: Scandals happen all the time. The question is how do democracies respond to those scandals? <laughs> uh, and what will it mean for, uh, for the wider region? I think one of your children has just walked in. I mean, shift, shifting, shifting sands in the region, do you think relations with the North may change? Um, I would be surprised if they do, the, um, pardon me, pardon me, my apologies. (laughs) What was this going to be for the region? My apologies. North, uh, sorry. Um, North Korea, North, uh, South Korea's policy
0: choices on North Korea have been severely limited in the last six months. See, Scandals happen all the time. Th- Thank you, Kate. I, I lo- I l- <laughs> See, the, the thing I love about that particular clip, the, the dad didn't give any eye contact to the kid, they just gave him the palm. <laughs> I'm busy, I'm busy. And it, 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 got, it, got, it got me thinking, actually, because that's how a man dealt with that situation. So we were able to um, get our hands on, well, what happens if that was a, a woman that was caught in that situation? What, what would that woman have done? So we've got a clip to represent what that would have potentially looked like.
1: The question now is how do people respond to their scandals? For the wider region, I think one of your children's just walked in, but I mean, shifting, shifting sands in the region, do you think relations with the North may change? Um, it's un... It's clear at the moment what effect former President gun impeachment will have on the territories. Unfortunately, discontent in South Korea is not only related to President Gunhei's administration.
0: (laughs) This is a major embarrassment
1: Uh, for South Korea, who often criticizes the North of corruption, and who now find themselves in the middle of a massive corruption case themselves. Sorry, you do look rather busy there. We can reschedule this. President gun is very likely to face jail time, too. Okay. I would argue, in an attempt to make an example of that. Right, so what does this all mean for the future of South Korea? So, the future of South Korea really hangs in the balance. Oh, my... Is that a bomb? And it'll be Goodness interesting me. to see how the North reacts to this new shift in power. Indeed. Well, this certainly has been... Uh, sorry, yeah Your husband is... I anticipate there'll be more to come from this region in the next few months. Kate Wordsworth, you're obviously busy.
0: Thank you so much for your time.
1: All right, let's find this sock, then. <laughs> The question now is, how do people respond yeah, to that?
0: Fantastic. So that, that's a great illustration of, I guess for me, why we need to celebrate. We need a whole day to celebrate our women, our mothers, our ladies in society, because they do great things. They do so many things. They're great at multitasking. And that clip just illustrated, illustrated that point. And it got me thinking, when I was preparing for speaking today, I said to myself, well, when I look back when I was growing up, there was one thing my mum had that I just thought to myself, wow, this, it seems to be, have everything. It seems to encompass everything. It seems to, to just be there and answer all my needs every time I call on her. And it's funny, actually, because... Every woman has it, and I believe it's the, it's the envy of every single man. And I've got a little prop to help demonstrate this this morning, and I'm going to bring it on stage. It's one of these. <laughs> so this is a, a lady's purse, a lady's handbag. And it's funny, actually, because when I was preparing for today, I thought to myself, well, actually... I just have memories of whenever I was growing up, I used to say to my mum, "Mum, mum, I need this, I need that. She just put her hand in her handbag and it just seemed to appear the answer to all I need. It was was amazing. But they always told you, never go into a lady's handbag. Always told you, never go into a lady's handbag. But today, (laughs) today is the day We're lifting the veil on the handbag Because I believe the handbag represents the word of God See where I'm going with this in a minute The handbag represents the word of God The more you delve inside The more you find out And the more that gets revealed to you So today we're lifting the veil And we're going to believe for revelation today So, without further ado oh the <laughs> oh no, I'm going in, please pray for me <laughs> so this represents a lady's handbag so what do i what do we have in here um oh, oh. oh wow <laughs> what what is that? A pack of ribs, smoky barbecue ribs. You know, it's funny actually, because what does ribs represent? Well, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 22, the Lord God made a woman from the rib of a man. And actually, when I look and began to pray into it, the significance of God taking a rib from a man really, really, really resonated with me because the ribs protects the hearts and the lungs. It's a vital, vital, vital part of a body. So God made a woman from a vital part of the body. God made a woman from a vital part. So it's good to understand where, where we're starting from. God made a woman from the rib, protecting the lungs and the hearts. So it got me thinking, oh, okay, well, let's delve a little bit further. I'm going to be jumping around a bit here. So let's see what else we have in the lady's handbag. We have... Oh, got a mobile phone. We've got an- another mobile phone. Oh, Wow. We've got a third, third mobile phone. Uh, you, would, you would probably think, oh, that women like to talk, but that's not the point I'm making here. The point I'm making here is women are wise. God made women to be wise. And there's many b- verses within the Bible where we read about the wisdom of a woman. So I'll give you one, one example. Proverbs 14, verses 1. She speaks with wisdom. She speaks with wisdom. So where we find all of these mobile phones, as long as they're being used in a wise way, it's beneficial, it's purposeful. But women were designed to be wise. And God made women to be wise. And again, it's, it's, it's trying to craft and understand, well, understand your worth and your purpose. Understand your worth and what God has created and how God has crea- created you. So we delve in a bit more. What else do we have in here? I have a few tissues. A few tissues, you have some random food substances. Must be all that time in the kitchen, apparently. (laughs) According to my wife. Um, Oh, they have a bit of loose change, loose change. What does the loose change represent? Well, again, reading many Proverbs and many parts of the Bible, I discovered that women were kind-hearted, generous. In Proverbs 31, 20, we read about she opens her arms to the poor. She opens her arms to the poor. A kind-hearted woman gains honor. Proverbs 11, 16. And... It's funny, actually, because the more I delved and the more I looked in into the Bible, there were more and more examples of the grace God puts on women. And there's one particular story I really want to home in on today. And there's one particular character within the Bible. And that's a lady by the name of Hannah. So if you do have your Bibles, feel free to turn with me to 1 Samuel Chapter 6, verse 19. 1 Samuel, chapter 6, from verse 19. Sorry, I was going to read from 1 Samuel, chapter 1, verses 6 to 19. 1 Samuel... Chapter 1, verses 6 to 19. And now this story is a a story about Hannah. And Hannah is renowned in the Bible for a lady who represents sorrow, faithfulness, and sacrifice. Sorrow, faithfulness, and sacrifice. And and just to put it in context, she was was a lady. She was a a wife, one of two wives. And she was going through difficult times. She was believing... For a baby the Bible says that the Lord had closed her womb and she was believing for a baby and we're going to pick up the story of that journey where she's believing in God for something and I think there's some important principles to, to take from the story of Hannah and as I just read from verse 6 it says because the Lord had closed Hannah's womb her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her. Her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her. And I'm just going to pause there a minute. Because sometimes when we read stories in the Bible, it's, it, you can take it as it is literally. But then you can also take it with regards to a wider context. And so we're talking here about a woman who was believing in something which she couldn't see the the fruit for and couldn't see the door opening. So your challenge today might not be giving birth, bearing a baby. Your challenge today might be a job situation. Your challenge today might be a study situation. Your challenge today might be a relationship situation. The point was, Hannah was in a desolate place and she was being provoked and irritated by someone else who had an abundance of what she couldn't have. So you've got to understand the context in, in regards to where she was and apply it more broadly. This went on year after year. Whenever Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her till she wept and would not eat. Her husband Elkanah would say to her, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more to you? than ten sons. Once when they had finished eating and drinking in Shalom, Hannah stood up. Now Eli the priest was sitting on his chair by the doorpost of Hannah's house. In her deep anguish Hannah prayed, prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly, and she made a vow, saying, Lord Almighty, if you would only look on your servant's misery and remember me, and not forget your servant, but give her a son. Then I will give him to the Lord's for all the days of his life. And no razor will ever be used on his head. She kept on praying to the Lord. Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was praying in her heart. And her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Eli thought she was drunk and said to her, How long are you going to stay drunk? Put away that wine. So you notice how a man thought she was drunk. She wasn't drunk. She was praying in deep prayer. As she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was praying in her heart and her lips were moving and her voice was not heard. Eli thought she was drunk and said to her, how long are you going to stay drunk? Put away your wine. Never, 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 never let us, someone else talk into your situation. When you're praying and you're, you're reverencing with God, spending time with God, keep going. Keep believing. Keep going, be it man or woman, it doesn't matter, keep going, because God is going to hear and answer as we go on to read. So he goes on to say, not so, my Lord, Hannah replied. I am a woman who's deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. Do not take your servant for a wicked woman. I have been praying here out of my great anguish and grief. Eli answered, go in peace, and may God of Israel grant you what you have asked of him. She said, may your servant find favor in your eyes. Then she she went her way and ate something. Her face was no longer downcast. Early the next morning, they arose and worshipped before the Lord, and then went back to the house, to the home of Ramah. As it's a family service, a stork came down, delivered the baby, and then so in the, in the course of time, Hannah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, saying, Because I've asked of the Lord. You know, so the story of Hannah for me is fascinating because some of the principles I've demonstrated and illustrated here, Hannah had those characteristics. If you read wider, Hannah was kind-hearted. She was generous. She responded with grace, even in the face of her tormentors. She, She was ridiculed. She was being irritated, but she did not let that get her down. She prayed to God directly. She believed to God. And God rewarded her. God heard her prayer and rewarded her. And it's funny, actually, because Hannah trusted the Lord so much that, and this is where the sacrifice bit comes in. She trusted the Lord so much, and she said, Lord, if I give birth, I'm going to dedicate my child to you. So she gave Samuel to the church. So After she, after she had weaned him, she gave Samuel to the church. And you would think, you've gone all of these years... Wanting that thing. But you've shown the right heart. You've shown the right attitude. You've shown the right grace. And you've rededicated the one thing you've been praying for for so long. Back to God. You know and what? And God honoured that. Because if you read, continue to read on in the story. Hannah was then blessed with three more sons. Two more daughters. And it's a fantastic testimony. But the one thing which really stood out to me in that story. She dedicated um, Samuel to the church, but her relationship with Samuel didn't stop there. She maintained that relationship with Samuel, and Samuel grew up to be a great prophet, one of the great leaders, but Hannah's relationship maintained. So, to me, that signifies the importance of a woman's, a mother's, a lady's role and influence in relationships, in what we need in society. She didn't just stop and say, right, thank you God, you've blessed me for a child and my relationship ends there. She maintained that relationship. She continued to invest. She continued to build in that relationship. And it bore fruit. And to me... Hannah is a great example of, of why we need women and ladies in our society to play their part and play their role. Because there's a grace and there's anointing on them which men can't, cannot fulfill. There's things God has put in women which men just cannot fulfill. So, for me, the real points that I really want to take out, and it's really an encouragement for the women this morning is to know your, your, your rightful place in God's kingdom, because God has placed you here in his kingdom to fulfill your great divine purpose. He's blessed you with kind-heartedness and grace, wisdom, Songs of Solomon is an example of beauty, go and have a read of that in your own time, generosity being honourable. But the key here is all of those qualities God has put in our women is making sure that any circumstance, anything we face, anything you face, you present all of that to God and approach it with the right attitude and the right heart. And God will do over and abundantly more than you could ever want and expect You know, it's it's really powerful to me when you dig and you read and you learn and you relearn some of the stories in the Bible. Because sometimes God reveals n- new things to you. And the bit that really resonated with me was the fact that Hannah continued to have that relationship with Samuel. So... If we, do, if we look at it in the course of childbirth and, and childbearing, the role of a lady is so important and we, we need the relationships of women within our community, with our youth, with our kids, with all of that type of work, because you're in, important and is vitally important with regards to the, growing the kingdom of God. And Hannah is a great example of that. So really, that's, that's, that's my message in a nutshell. Just to be encouraged, God has purpose, God has has a plan for you. It's your day to celebrate, enjoy, put your feet up. It might be recalled industrial strike action, but it's a time to really reference and you spend the time as well. I would encourage you to spend the time reading some of these stories in the Bible and understanding some of the great women in the Bible and how God can unlock potential. And how God can really use women for his kingdom. Amen. Thank you. We hope that you enjoyed this message. For many more resources
1: and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.